Hey everybody, thanks for joining the Keeping It Real podcast. I'm so glad to have you. Listen, I have a great message that I really feel like God has given us for this podcast. Sunday is when he started dealing with my heart about it. I was on my way to Raleigh to spend some time with my fiance, Kelsey, and God just started dealing with my heart about about this specific topic. And I don't remember if I was on I-85 or I-40, but I, here I am driving down the road and trying to speak to Siri, to tell Siri to write all this stuff down. And it was uh, it was challenging. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was bad habits, though. Don't, don't mess with your phone and drive. It's bad habits. But the great part is, I began to start thinking about all this stuff and and had a conversation with a Christian brother that day. And uh, the funny part is he began to start speaking this same stuff to me. And I I didn't even, I I didn't even tell him about God dealing my heart about it. So it was just confirmation about this specific topic, but let's jump right in. I want to share it with you. I cannot wait. This is specifically for the church. I really feel like it's timely. So the passage of scripture I want to use is 1 Corinthians 12, and it's verses 12 through 27. Kind of a long passage, but bear with me. Paul says, The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. Remember that. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts of the body, but only one body. The eye can never see to the, the eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So so we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members, so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. I'm going to stop there. 
after this, Paul talked about different ministries where he says, first are prophets, second are apostles, and so forth. But I wanted to focus on that first part of that passage. How many of you know that the message of God is being shared in countless and unimaginable ways right now? How many of you know that the message is being spread by means of different Christian music, ministries, sports, activities, and so much more? Can I ask a question? How has God called you and purposed you then to share it? I've seen heavy metal Christian bands for God. I've seen dietitians for God, financial advisors, art businesses, podcasts, so much more being used for God's glory. Why then do we limit God to a building we go to on Sunday and Wednesday? The message of the cross, the message of Jesus, and the message of the gospel should never change, but the delivery has evolved in many different ways. Now, what do I mean by all that? Let me give you an illustration. Have you ever heard of DoorDash? DoorDash is a delivery it's, it's a delivery service company that anyone can sign up for on their phone. It's kind of like Uber. Someone who is hungry can get on the DoorDash app, order food they need, and a driver, which is always usually different, delivers the food in their personal vehicle. Let's put this in perspective with the gospel. You can order Chick-fil-A through DoorDash all day long. And here's the thing. No matter how much you order that Chick-fil-A that day, or how many days in a row you order that Chick-fil-A, the meal will not change. It's always going to be Chick-fil-A or whatever you order. But let's just use Chick-fil-A for an example. And it should always remain Chick-fil-A. But the means of how it gets there will change. The driver will change. The vehicle will change, but the food will never change. In the same way, we should be conscious of this when we are sharing the gospel. For instance, I have another example. There's a Christian band, and this is going to shock a lot of people, but there's a Christian band called Disciple. Disciple is a heavy metal Christian band. Now, I know most people may not go out and listen to them because it's just not their thing. It's not their kind of music. But just because it's heavy metal does not mean it's it can't be effective for Christ. As a matter of fact, a disciple in their music talks a lot about Jesus, a lot about the gospel and scriptures. Those things are put in their music. And the funny part is that type of music may just reach certain type of people. Certain people need to receive in a different way. Again, that does not change the message. That just changes the vehicle and the messenger. Different people receive in different ways, just as different people learn in different ways. We have people that are visual learners, auditory learners, kinesthetic learners. They're still being taught the same message, just in a different way. We as Christians need to take this to heart and not be so close-minded to different ways of distributing the message of Christ. Again, I will repeat it. It does not change the message. It changes the vehicle. Whether it's through a podcast, whether it's through an outreach ministry, whether it's through Heavy metal Christian music. I mean, whatever the means, God can be effective. And if and in the midst, as long as it's for his glory and founded on his on the truth of his word. Now, I will also give a warning. 
you also have to be wise. And by me saying that, not every vehicle is safe and not every means is a good means of trying to share something. If you're trying to bend the Word of God and twist the message of Christ to fit a certain narrative to reach people, even if it's sinful, that is where things start going awry. The message in and of itself should never change. If you need some Chick-fil-A and DoorDash sends you McDonald's, that's not what was needed. What was needed was Chick-fil-A. The message of Christ should never be changed and never be twisted in any way. The truth should stand firm and the truth should never be watered down. So there's a warning you have to watch out for as well. Now, does that mean if you are a bluegrass-loving, backwoods individual, you should go try to reach people with heavy metal and that not be your thing? Absolutely not. Be open-minded, but be who you are and who God created you to be. But allow God to use you to be creative and be used in whatever way is necessary to reach people. Remember, in this day and age, it's hard to get people into the church building. We have to bring the church, the real church, to them. That is the reason I started this podcast. I wanted to take the gospel to people by means of simplicity, creativity, and relativity. People need to hear the word of God and the love of God. God has given each and every every one of us a specific gifting, calling, predisposition, personality, and interest for certain things, and we should use them for God's glory. You might be an artist. You might be a musician. You might be a public speaker. You might be something completely off the wall that nobody's ever heard of. But if it is able to be used for God's glory, and you were able to preach or teach or share the gospel through it, by all means, do it. Because God made you the way he did for a reason. God didn't create you to be Austin Carnes. God didn't create you to be your pastor. God didn't create you to be anyone else but who you are and who he created you to be. Going back to my first podcast, remember whose image is on you. You may be a skateboarder and able to reach, reach skateboarders. You may be a metalhead and be able to reach other people that like heavy metal by a Christian means, of course. Like disciple. You might be a basketball player, a football player. Use that for God's glory. You might have a certain background and can use the things you've been through to reach people in a way that nobody else can. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. That's the script that's scriptural. How many times do we look down at others for their means of delivery just because it's something we don't necessarily like or find interesting? Because that thing, that very thing might very well be the thing that someone else needs to bring them closer to God and to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. You can be effective for God wherever you are and in many ways. Remember, if you look in the Bible, there were a lot of times that prophets gave messages from God. Let's let's go back specifically to, well, I was going to say, let's go back to the Old Testament, but a lot of times we see it in the New Testament as well. I mean, there were, there were, there were not 
as many ways that we see now of reaching people. People are being reached through social media now. People are being reached through podcast or YouTube or text or there's there's so many different ways. They didn't have all that back in the day. I mean, closest thing they had to text messages back in the day was message brought to Nineveh through email. That was terrible. That was a terrible joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to hear that. But here's the deal. I believe it was St. Francis of Assisi that said, preach the gospel at always, and if necessary, use words. Most people believe that if they don't stand behind a pulpit or sing on a stage or do something in the four walls of the church building, God isn't using them or God isn't in it. Now, I also want to say the ministries performed in the church building are just as important. Don't misunderstand me. But God has created each and every one of us to go out into all the world and make disciples. He has called us to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ by means of many, many different ways. Again, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Let me leave you with this personal story, which is all for God's glory. He, he, I hope he receives all the glory and honor for this, because it is not I who live, but Christ who lives within me. I used to work with an atheist at a grocery store. Now imagine, there's me, which I'm a Christian. I, I have a firm belief in my faith. And this, this lady, she's a strong atheist in the same way, just an atheist. We both knew it. We both knew this about each other, but the weird part is we, we became really close friends. Whenever possible, I shared little nuggets of God. I tried to, but I mostly tried to live it in front of her. She was very atheist. She had a complicated religious past with her husband and family, and her, her view of God was, for lack of better words, it was completely screwed up. But one day... Her granddaughter was in really bad shape, and she confided in me about it and was talking to me about it, and it was something that really bothered her. So at the end of my shift, I was fixing the clock out, and I went up there and talked to her, and I simply told her, I know this may not mean much, but I'm praying for you. And she broke down and wept. I mean, she hugged me and thanked me, and she just she just wept, broke down. There were times she spoke about things and said certain things that just really got me upset. Let me just be honest. But I tried to keep my mouth shut and just tried to ask that old cliche, what would Jesus do? Time went on. She left the store. I left to another job. I I'd never, I, I seen her a few times out in public, but not really ever. I don't, I don't even know where she lives, to be honest. I'll never know to this day if she accepted Christ or not. But my sister knew her as well. And she told me, she told me that this lady, an atheist, confided in her one day and said, I don't believe in God, but if I was to believe in God, it would be because of Austin.
Remember, wherever you are, whatever you do, you might be all the Jesus someone sees today. Mark 16, 15 through 18, Jesus speaking to his disciples said, And then he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. God is with you. He is empowering you through the Holy Spirit. Allow Him to use you where you are and in whatever you're doing. Let's make a difference. Let's use whatever means necessary. God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for everyone that's listening today. And I pray that whatever passion, whatever ministry, whatever means that someone is trying to allow you to be used in their life, God, I pray that you bless them. God, I pray that we would never, ever, ever get off or get away from the foundation of the gospel and, and of the word. The word of truth, God. Let that message never change. But God, let us change. Let our perspectives change. God, I speak personally for myself. God, for a long time, I I, I was quiet. I, I, I was afraid to step out and speak for your glory and speak for speak the message that you've given me and placed on my heart, God. But God, you've called us to step out. Because you put your words in our mouth. You you light up the, our path in front of us, God. If we just take one step, you carry us the rest of the way, God. doesn't mean we won't face challenges or battles or opposition. But it means you're with us and you're walking with us every step of the way. God, thank you, Lord, for, for strengthening me and giving me this opportunity to, to step out into ministry. And God, I pray that somebody listening today would be encouraged and step out into the ministry you've called them into. Because God, somebody needs to hear this gospel. Somebody needs to hear your words, God. Somebody needs to hear your love and encouragement. God, touch each and every person. And God, I pray that this would just sink down into our hearts today. Thank you for speaking to us. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you all for listening. As always, it is a pleasure to have you join in. I can't wait to see what God does in the next weeks, months, years ahead. Just remember, you might be all the Jesus someone sees today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the Keeping It Real podcast.